Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa at QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I am very well. Well, actually, no, I'm not very well. I seem to have got the lurgy that everyone's getting at the moment, the cold, sore throat. Feels like my throat is on fire, but don't worry. I have a tub of ice cream on standby. Just That's my dedication to this podcast, just to have ice cream only to make sure I can continue to do the podcast. No other reason, of course. So I've got lots to talk to you about. I've got quite a few books that I finished that I want to discuss. I've got a surprise read and I've got a listener's question. So let's get stuck in. So the first book I want to talk to you about is called Moving by Jenny Eclair. And this was a book that we reviewed at one of my book clubs this week, the Bottle and Book Club. Um, If you've listened to other of my podcasts, you'll know that I belong to two different uh, book groups. um, And this is the one that is actually called the Bottle and Book Club. So we review a book and we also review a bottle. So, as I say, the book was called Moving by Jenny Eclair. Um, And what did we think of this? Well, overall, it got an average mark out of 10 of 8. So it was a strong book. Um, everybody everybody enjoyed it. There was nobody that said they absolutely hated it. Um, but what uh, quite a few people felt is that it seemed to have the different sections were just didn't quite keep the pace going, if you know what I mean. And particularly the final section, um, which is about the character Lucas, didn't really fit all that we that, that had been set up before. But it's a book, it's a book about this character Edwina, and you find her in her home. Um, she lives alone. She's an older lady, and she's preparing to get the house sold. She's showing the estate agent round each room, and she's remembering all that's happened to her and her family as she goes through each room. And that's very interesting because it makes you think about your home as well and the different memories that you have of each room. Um, And she, this character Edwina has lived a life. Um, She's been married twice, Uh, children. Um, Although at the beginning you find out, yes, there are children, but you don't know exactly what the situation is with them. And you get to know over time. But first of all, you have Edwina narrating it. Then you go on to a narrator outside of the family called Fern. And then the final narrator is Lucas. I would say personally, it's a book about parenting and how you you can make mistakes as a parent and the implications of that. And it makes you think about quite small 
events in your life that if you don't manage them in the best way possible, that can really unravel later on. I'm not saying anybody's infallible, but it just really made me think about what your role is as a parent and what you need to do. Um, It's quite a light read, I would say. It's not a crime. It's not a thriller. It's not a chiclet. It's it's just um, a conversation about a family and the implications of what goes on on the future generations. So eight out of 10 isn't too shabby at all. I think that's a that's a good book, one that I would pass on, probably pass it on to my mother next. So mother, if you're listening to this, this book's coming your way. Um, what, what bottle did we review? Now, let me tell you. This was a creme brulee liqueur. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to advertise drinking alcohol, um, but I can say that that was a very satisfactory bottle and actually received a higher mark than the book, which is saying something. It's just under 8.7. Um, oh, very nice. A very nice bottle, just in time for Christmas, I think. But uh, that was very good. It's great to see everyone and catch up. Originally, we started that book club with everyone because our children were all at the same school. Um, now some of the children have left the school, so it's the only time we really get to see everybody. It's just, it's just a lovely time to catch up. I'm very, very fortunate to be a part of that book group. Anyway, on to the next book. Now, this is called A Book Shot, and it's called that because it's very short, snappy, to the point. Uh, It's written by James Patterson, very well-known author, and it's called Cross Kill. Uh, You may have read some of his other Alex Cross books, and this book features Alex Cross as well. It's only, let me see, it's about 100 pages, 112, 113 pages Uh, Not a lot of writing on each page, so you can read that very quickly if you want to. Um, I got it because I was heading out to a meeting. I packed my bag full of lots of files, didn't have much space, but I could just fit this one in. So I thought, oh, it's a good one to take and and read. Um, Now, to begin with, I really enjoyed this book. It had pace. You were straight in. You could identify with the characters. You could see what was going on and and the pace kept going um, and it unraveled and you're thinking oh what's going to happen how is it all going to end so right up to the final few pages I'd have given it an eight an eight out of ten eight and a half out of ten and then the final few pages is oh no this story hasn't actually finished this is just one segment of a story and you're going to have to buy another book I really don't like that if you're going to put it on on the on the front you know part of a series or just some warning that you know you're not going to get the resolution in this book that you would like, um, then that's fair enough. Obviously, I'm aware that Alex Cross is in a series of books, but still, you want when you buy a book, you want to be able to complete the journey of that particular story. And while the characters may carry on and, and some of their stories continue, you want, personally, I want a resolution to the story and I did not get it and I was not happy. So that fell right back to a six out of ten if if you're lucky. So sorry about that. Not very good. Um, Now, the next book. My goodness, this is a read of our times. I would really recommend this. It's called The Warehouse and it's by Rob Hart. And if you are concerned about the impact of climate change and where is it going to lead us, and how some companies online, not naming any names, 
um, are taking over the whole system. Or if you just want a pacey thriller that's going to grip you and make you keep reading it until you finish, then this could be a book for you. Um, it's, as I say, The Warehouse by Rob Hart. It uh, is based in a time just, I mean, it could just be tomorrow almost. And it's about this online retail giant called The Cloud that reigns supreme. And it's the biggest brand. And you have three characters who narrate. I suppose we had, there's a theme here. We had three characters in moving. We've got three characters narrating in this one. These are slightly different characters, though. So first of all, you've got Gibson, who set up The Cloud and he's getting on, he's not well, and he's reflecting and planning what's going to happen with the cloud going forward. Then you've got Paxton and Zinnia, and they are both going for a job in the cloud. Now, if you work for the cloud, you don't just clock in every day, do your job and go home. You work and live in these areas that are the cloud. Um, so you have a currency that's based on the cloud. You're tracked wherever you go. You have to eat in the cloud restaurants. Um, and it's a complete way of life. But because the cloud has taken over a lot of the world and swallowed up a lot of businesses, it's not really a choice. If you don't have a job, then really you would aspire to work in the cloud. But in some respects, it's a bit like a prison sentence. So it's that balance between wanting to be your own person um, and having to make enough money to live. So it's it's a really good one. It is a thriller. Now, if you read a book called The Circle some time ago, it's published a few years ago now, and it was done as a film. Um, and if you were disappointed with it, then I think this book will give you more. Um, as I say, it's a thriller. It's a what's going to happen, what's going to happen to these characters? How do they interact with each other? Um, what jobs do they have allotted and, and what do they want to do? Uh, it does, it's not spoiling it, really, to say that Paxton is gets a job in security and he is all about conform, or is he? Whereas Zinnia, from the outset, is very clearly there to potentially cause trouble. But what and why? I'm not going to say any more. It's, it's a really good read. How many pages is it? Let's have a look. It's about 350 pages. Um, someone's described it, Blake Crouch has described it as a terrifying cautionary tale of the nightmare world we are making for ourselves. And I completely agree. Near future thriller. Um, it, literally, it could happen tomorrow or the next day, I think, the way, the way it is. So, The Warehouse, Rob Hart, that's a winner. That's a good nine out of ten and one I will be recommending. Now we come on to another book. This is again a hardback uh, by Deborah Connor, The Dangerous Kind. Now I picked this up because of the blurb. So forgive me, I'm going to read the blurb to you. One in a hundred of us is what the police call a potentially dangerous person, someone likely to commit a violent crime. These people hide in plain sight. They can be teachers, doctors, holding positions of trust, of power. Jessamine Gooch makes a living tracking the one in a hundred. Each week, she broadcasts a radio show that examines brutal offences, asking if more could have been done to identify and prevent their perpetrators. When she agrees to investigate a missing persons case involving a young mother, she is drawn into a web of danger that will ultimately lead to the upper echelons of power and threaten the safety of her own family. 
Set over a long dark winter in London, the dangerous kind is a gripping thriller that portrays the monsters who live among us. Now, I thought that sounded great. Um, some people had given it really good accolades. Uh, even Gillian McAllister, who's an author that I really rate, had, uh, was quoted as saying, searingly relevant, a page turner. Um, and I don't disagree with Gillian, but for me... It didn't deliver what that blurb set out. And actually, there was a lot of it in the beginning that made me feel very uneasy about the sort of content. And if I'd known it was going to be that sort of book, I probably wouldn't have picked it up. It's not saying it's not a good book. I persevered with it. I read it. It's got good pace. The ending's good. But personally, for me, it just, you know, when you get that feeling inside and just think, oh, I'm not comfortable reading this, not in a good way. You don't sleep at night because you're thinking about the book and you just want to read it and finish it. So it's done. It was that sort of book. I think other people may really like it. But for me, it it wasn't. So I'd give it, a, oh, I need to think about it, actually, as to what I will give it. But I think I'd give it about a seven or eight out of ten. Something like that. Right, let's get on to the next book. So, this is a book called Pet by Akwaki Emezi. And um, this was very kindly given to me by Faber and Faber for me to have a read of. It's a very different YA book and it has got the most beautiful cover. I mean, I'd give the cover 10 out of 10. It's just gorgeous. It's not one I'd heard of and I'm really glad I got it. It's less than 200 pages so again not a long read um, and it's a, a fairly simple but dark premise as I say this is a YA book that the character um, Jam lives in the city of Lucille and they've been brought up with the assumption that the world was bad and that there was evil and then angels came and rescued the world and that is what you have to base your entire understanding of the world on. And they are raised in this way. And it's about conforming to that belief. But when Jam meets Pet, she really begins to question all that she's been told. Um, and it's just, it's a lovely, simple, but gritty read. Next, and finally... Is it the final one I want to talk to you about? My goodness, yes, it is. It's the final one. So therefore, it is a surprise read because this really is a surprise. Um, I've read it. I've listened to it on audiobook as well. And this one is called Dark Matter by Blake Crouch. Now, Blake gave uh, one of the descriptions of the warehouse book that I've just quoted. So obviously, um, it, if you like... The Warehouse, you'll like Blake's books. If you like Blake's books, you might like The Warehouse. So when you read this book or when you listen to it, you just need to check out of your understanding of reality and all that you hold to be true. If you can do that, you will love this book. Uh, the premise of this is that you've got this character, Jason Desson. He is married. He has a child. He's happy-ish. And he goes out for a drink and on the way back home, he is kidnapped. He's kidnapped by uh, somebody who's masked. And this kidnapper, the last question they ask him before they knock him out is, are you happy in your life? Then if, uh, he comes to, he finds himself strapped to a gurney. He's surrounded by strangers in hazmat suits. Um, and there's a chap that he has never met before who looks at him and says, smiling, welcome back. 
So he's in a world, he wakes up to a world that he does not know. His life is not what he thought it was. His wife isn't his wife. His child hasn't been born. He's doing a different job than he thought. And the the book takes you on the journey of how did this happen? How can he cope? What can he do about it? What does he hold dear in his life? I suppose it's a it's a thriller, but it's not a thriller as in um, something that you can conceive would happen today. But then who knows, actually, read this book and tell me what you think. I think it's an extraordinary one. It It's a cross between, it sits between thriller and sci-fi, I would say, just in between those two. Um, but it's a, a, a good read. It, you just have to throw any idea that you know what's going on out, just throw it out and start with a completely fresh approach. And I think you'll enjoy it. If you like sort of sci-fi, thrillery, dystopian, it's none of those things. And yet it's all of those things. Um, it's It's well worth a read. I'd give it a good eight out of 10, but suspend disbelief, suspend understanding, suspend control over what you think the world is. And, uh, and, and then you'll enjoy it. I don't know if I've done a good sales pitch for it or if I've put you off. Um, but I'm very, I'm very glad I read it. In fact, I must be because I've already been looking at the next book out by this author and wondering whether to get it. So I think that's a good, that's a good sign. So enough books. I can't believe I just said that. I should never say that. Um, But I do have a listener's question. So Lindsley, thank you very much for your question. Uh, You've asked, will I be talking about books for Christmas? Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Already I've had my Christmas candles arrive. Now, let me just say, these are not candles shaped as a reindeer. These are scents of Christmas. They are beautiful. I've put them away in the cupboard, but I may not have got anything else for Christmas. And possibly I may forget now to do anything else for Christmas. So literally on Christmas Day, all we have are lovely Christmas scented candles. But I have those and I'm very happy about it. So, yes, Lindsley, I will be talking about Christmas. And I think I've mentioned I plan to do at least a couple of podcasts about Christmas. One about what to buy other people for Christmas presents in the book department and another one about what books to read at Christmas because sometimes it's a bit of a struggle you can get very lightweight chick lit Christmas ones and then you can get the murder the murder ones about Christmas and what really sits in between so I've got some ideas of of those as well I'm reading some brilliant books at the moment so I can't wait to record the next podcast to tell you all about those Um, and uh, I'll be talking about more bookish things as well so please get in touch if you've got any questions if you want to tell me what you're reading I love to hear what what you're reading what you're looking at at the moment is brilliant I love the contact that you have with me so thank you you can email me at quickbookreviews at outlook.com And I'm on Instagram. If you just look for that lovely orange image of me sitting there reading my book that I have on the podcast, you will find me on Instagram. Please get in touch. It's just brilliant. And I can't wait to speak to you again soon. Take care now. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.